Oh yeah. There we go. Do you want to be here? Neither nope. do we. That's why hey, we call down. it the obligatory. Mm -mm. We talk about farts, food, mics, kids, five thousand dollar beds, girls, comedy, cold. and Kermit's butthole. Yeah, oh, my maybe the warm. facts aren't right, but here's the obligatory <laughs> podcast with Kermit and Mike. <laughs> Welcome back. This is the Obligatory Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Kermit Gonzalez. Hey, what's going on? And I'm Mike Hurley. This is episode 88. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You going to turn that off now? What's that? Your game. Are you going to turn your freaking game off? You're doing the intro. It's okay. I can hear it through the headset. Man. I'll turn it down. No, just turn, give me the give me the game. Give me, I'm, give me I'm that. almost give, done with the give game. It, give it to me. <laughs> give it to me. Give it. You're like my kid right now. Here, man. You want it? You'll get it back. <laughs> Jeez. You'll get it back when you're done with your work. All right. <laughs> this is you're worse than my kids. It's a man. new game. Man. I gotta take me... screen time. All right. Back in episode 88, obligatory podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play. Of course, we put all our stuff up on YouTube. Uh, you, if you're feeling really generous, you can go over to Patreon, throw us a couple of bucks. We're going to do this whether you pay us or not. I'm not sure that's the best selling point for Patreon. But um, yeah, we appreciate you. So we're back. Um, wow, this is weird, man. Did, are we actually, is this our second week in a row consecutively? Oh, yeah, we did last week too, didn't we? Because we've been taking some time off lately. Yeah, we're back on track. We're back on track and things are going pretty good. You had a you had a pretty exciting weekend, huh? Man? I did have an interesting, exciting weekend. What'd you do since I've seen you? You know, just being famous and shit. You famous. know, yeah, you know. What I just, you know about being famous? I, I know it's fancy fruit. Yeah, and uh, everything's free. That's man, all that matters. What you know about fame rather than being the before model for Hair Club for Men? Uh, you know, come on, man. <laughs> is that bad today? Hims. <laughs> is, that, is, that, Hims. <laughs> is that bad today? Hims. Oh. Let me cover this up. Let We're getting that's comb why, over. That's it. why I should have got you for Christmas. I should I should have got you a headpiece with a built-in toupee. That way, when you put headpiece. it on, it was just a week. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, thank you so much for the uh, Christmas gift you gave me last week. What the nose clippers? You notice? You notice Let anything different? Look, looking Look tight. Let looking pretty tight. Looking pretty. Oh God! Oh. oh, oh, come on, man! Really, really, dude? Dude, it's really smooth in there. Dude. Thank you, thank Jesus, you. thank you. You know, what I found out doesn't just work on nose holes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Enjoy really? that. Did no, you really. shave down there too? Well, I, you trimmed it up. I didn't want to go for a Brazilian, but you know, I'll, nice. I'll put it in the stinker every now and then. <laughs> How how do I feel that's gonna be a sound clip taken out of text? Perfect. <laughs> taken out of con Look at that. He's rubbing his hands like Mr. Burns over here. He's already Point marking the time. Two, oh my god. Two forty six. That's this is where yeah. it all ends for me. Yeah. It's just unlimited. Hey, I put it in the sticker from time to time. <laughs> To be clear, not that any of you are going to care once he puts this out there. Uh, I was talking about a nose hair trimmer that Kermit got for me for Christmas, and I appreciate it. And you remember all those commercials like with ClearCell and Acne where it's like, friends aren't going to tell you to your face. You need ClearCell. Yeah. Uh, Kermit's not like that. No, Kermit's no, no. like, dude, here, Clean shave that up. it. It scares me, Fix man. it up. It sticks out. It looks at me. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Some days it comes across at me. Just get rid of that shit. And yeah. I got to tell you, I used to have a nose hair trimmer. And it didn't work, work worth shit. And there was a point in my life where it went from, like, overnight, from, like, 33 to 34. Like, nothing going on at 33 in the nostril, then 34, which is, like, a fucking 70s Yeah, you got that Tarzan, yeah, those, just hanging out. those vines. And I tried a couple of nose hair trimmers. They didn't work. And then I got to where I was just taking my beard trimmer and, like, pulling my nose back and just trying to get in there with oh, a little hell angle. No. And the one you gave me, dude, I don't know. It just, like, a fucking, it's addictive. Like, I was done trimming, had no more hairs, and I was still shoving the thing up my nose. <laughs> You're not supposed to go that deep, man. Oh, it was all the way up. No. There. 
It was all the way up there. And like, I, sound those little, those 359. Those, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. <laughs> those little hairs on the back of your neck, the cilia or whatever, that people that smoke burn up those little hairs on the inside of their what? neck. What? I was. Oh, you didn't know that? What are you talking? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like smokers. Smokers, yeah, yeah. That's why when you start smoking, you cough so much because right. the it's burning up those fine right. little hairs that are supposed to catch like dust particles and stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. I was trimming those. It was so far up there. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed your uh, Christmas yeah, gift. Thank you so much, <laughs> man. I do appreciate it because, you know, good friends will like pussyfoot around shit like that. But you're just, we're not close enough. You're just like, no, really, dude, here, you look horrible. <laughs> I got to stare at you. Yeah. I got to clean yeah, that up. Yeah. That's yeah. why I know you're not disappointed. I put Viagra in your stocking, you know, because, <laughs> you know, I know you're trying. It didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> the stocking stood right up. <laughs> the stocking stood up, but not, nothing else. Ah, so other than uh, other than uh, you know that type of stuff, what did you do? You became famous this weekend, or you were hanging out that. with famous? Yeah, people. for sure. Um, so I ended up uh, doing guest spots for Russell Peters' show at the Orlando Airport. Really, How, Russell Peters? Uh, for those of you who live in a cave, uh, Russell Peters not just a nationally touring comedian. Not just internationally, global. Yeah, global. This guy can go everywhere, sell out shows. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just got a ridiculous fan base. Uh, How was it, man? It was amazing. He was super cool. Was this your first time meeting him or seeing him live? No, I actually went to his show before I became a comedian. Oh, okay. But you didn't uh, meet him then, did you? I mean... Well, you did the fan pose. I was in the front row, Mm -hmm. and he ragged on me then. Well, yeah, because you need to sit in the front row, because if you're in the second, you can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, jerk. And uh, <laughs> Little kids to the front, bigger people in the We're back. We're still on the short jokes. We're still on these. <laughs> we will never not be on short jokes. And I don't feel bad at all, because I know once you get to editing this later at uh, 2.46 and 3.59, I'm going to be like, I should have been saying more short jokes. <laughs> yeah. So the show was good, though? Or how did yeah. it all come about that you did get? Because he, he was supposed to be a two-man show this weekend, or a two-person show. Because his opening act, he was bringing this female on the road with right. him. Right. He brings a comedian named uh, Christina Von Hagen. And Hagen. Let, me, let me backtrack. I didn't mean, you know, he brings this female. No, I, no, no. I, 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 meant, I meant his opening act His opening, female. Yeah, yeah, she's super funny, by the way. Yeah. She's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then um, his feature showed up uh, Friday. His mm-hmm. feature's name is Yosh. Yoshi. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Japanese guy. And... Uh, I'm done being dead serious. No, no. I thought for sure you were going to go into playing your music and doing all the racist stuff you usually I do. I was going to. Right, I'm going to go ahead and get But he was such story. a nice guy, right? Yeah, he was yeah. cool. And um, He's one of the good ones. He yeah. was very, very, very good. There Come it come is. Come there it is. Uh, very good. Oh, oh. I like your set. You cut it shut. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happens if he has his a bad closer, set? His closer, his closer, he shuts a samurai sword. It's amazing that his closer is actually an opener, a belly opener. What? But, Thank you. Yeah. I'll be here for the next thirty-five minutes. But no, man. Else, uh, what happened was because uh, improv called me on Thursday, mm-hmm. and they said, "Kermit, we know we're bringing in Russell Peters, but we just don't feel like he's still got it." Yeah, that's Can exactly. You please you know come what? in. To I like make that. Sure this show. Yeah, I like that. I like that. How that sounds. No, not at all. All right. I guess Russell went up to uh, one of the managers and he was like, yo, uh, do I have an opener? And she's like, what? Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, do I have an opener? And they're like, no. So they called Ken. Ken was at the movies. (laughs) They called me. I was leaving work. Mm -hmm. This is six minutes till showtime, by the way, because they thought we're in the audience. Mm -hmm. And there's no comedians in the audience, so they did a two-man show. So I was like, well, Friday night, I'm just going to show up. And mm-hmm. then see what happens. 
and Ken had the same idea. So we both were there. Mm-hmm. And you both just walked back and introduced yourselves? Or how'd that go down? Um, the manager uh, introduced us to Russell, told her, told him the situation, what happened, why we're here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you want to do guest spots? And we're like, yes, sir. So and did he have his feature, host feature? No, so we started. Oh, so you guys went up cold. Yeah, we went up cold. And Good. then Good. and then we brought her up. Mm-hmm. And then the show was amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Nice, so, man. It was nice. dope. Yeah, I saw the clip you had posted. If you guys want to check it out, you can go over to uh, Kermit's oh, Instagram. Yeah. Oh, sorry, and it's Russ. basically him taking a couple of shots at your name, but like in a fun way. Yeah, he's like, uh, so I had a... You're welcome to the, for this international yeah, he's cavalcade like, or whatever he's I like, brought you. I hope you guys are enjoying the diverse uh, <laughs> comedy show I gave you. <laughs> we have a Puerto Rican named Kermit. Mm-hmm. Uh, his brother Big Bird hates his name. <laughs> just like he was going <laughs> off. He did a couple short jokes. He's like, I was afraid that Kermit wasn't going to be able to mm-hmm. reach the stage. You know, just the mm-hmm. basics. But uh, it was good. Yeah. It was a good show and um, took pictures. I he saw was, he stole your fiance for a bit. He took my girl. Man. So, you know, but he's rich. He's a millionaire. I get it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You knew my income, her income, you know. You know. So. Would, it, would it make you feel better if you knew it wasn't about money, but about height? No, it would not make me feel better. I'm going to mark that down because I'm keeping that one. <laughs> That's all we're going to do. No one listens to this. We just record it. We and got people then, right there listening. Hey, people. Uh, we just record it. Then we go back through and we just edit out the clips we like. And that's right. why I do all week. Just listen to the put downs <laughs> between the two. You know what's funny? Uh, a comic came up to me last night at the. Uh, I, I went over to the other bar. Yeah. You were hosting. Uh, you got what? Three new weeks, faces. Three weeks of new faces of comedy hosted yep. by Kermit Gonzalez and Ken Miller over at the right. other bar where you guys are going to take three winners a night for the next, I guess we got two more of these. And then, <laughs> yes, unfortunately. And then whoever wins the final, uh, they get stage time at the improv. Right. And like a host weekend or something like right. that. Right. Okay. So I went over there to check you out, say what's up, see how everything's going. And uh, it was uh, it, it was uh, it was rough. It was rough. It was, it was super rough. rough. And I feel like now I'm officially old. Like, <laughs> like I, I went in there and looked at this list of new faces and man, you know, I've, I've been a part of the Orlando comedy scene since solid since like 2009. You know, I've ran rooms and everything else, book showcases, run new faces shows at the improv. And it just showed me I've been so busy since I've taken this job at the rate at the TV station and everything like that. But even with my own gigs and everything else, uh, it's been so long since I've just gone out on the open mic scene. And I recognize exactly three names on a list of 20. <laughs> I mean, so, you're not the only one. There's a couple people there. I don't even know who the hell. They never show up to the other They bar. just saw there was a random competition mm-hmm. and decided they're a comedian this mm-hmm. week. Yeah. One of them got so drunk, could even go up before the person, before they're set. Yep. And yep. I was like, I remember that. who are you? I remember that. Yeah. I saw that. And uh, yeah, but it was a packed out house, man. You guys did a nice show last night. Yeah, it was good. It was good. We got two more of these. Uh, they're free every Monday. So, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you want to come out, come on out. But, uh, you know, I don't know, man. These new comedians, man. I wonder I? if I was like that when I started. When I walked in, you guys were already about five or six comics deep. Yeah. And I said, hey, to you. And I walked over to Ken see how he's doing. He's like, man. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, man, we've had like eight comics. And every one of these motherfuckers talking about the same damn same shit. Thing. What was it? What was the? Uh, the theme? Yeah. Uh, he had written it down. Butt like he, sex. Yep. Dick. Yep. 
coming on something. Yep. And he's like, man, we ain't even got to the gay comics yet. And Right. <laughs> the, the straight comics were gayer than the gay comics. Gay comics were off to the side going, man, are they going to do all? Well, I'm going to go up there and talk about having kids. <laughs> Dude, it was weird. And then, like, the, like there's a lot of guys there mm-hmm. that, like, were, it was almost like they were coming out of the closet. Like, I was like, oh, I didn't know he was gay. Mm-hmm. Like, what was, okay. Because they think that's going to be the humor. In it. I don't know. I don't know if they think that's humor or they're telling the truth. Yeah, no, I don't. I think they go for the shock value, and people don't realize it's not shocking anymore, man. No, it, it, like it's who a cares? Culture out there. It's so you don't make the joke that you're gay. Listen, your, your punchline can't be your punchline cannot be. And then I sucked his dick. Like what? Right. <laughs> what just happened? Like, what right. was that about? You were talking right. about you're at a circus. Let me just mark that one. <laughs> Point uh, twelve thirty four. Twelve thirty four. Kermit just being like, and then I sucked his dick. <laughs> Oh, now we're at 102. So 102. You got, it. got it. All right. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, after the show, though, uh, I was waiting for you because you said you wanted to get something to eat. And then you were playing Mr. Fucking I'm the mayor of the other bar. And I was like, I'm the mayor. The, the only, you son of a bitch. The only reason I hung out, like I was ready to dip out halfway through that show because I only go downtown. Really, I, I say I'm there to see comedy, but I'm really there to go to Gringo's. And uh, I go to dip out to get gringos. I'm like, ah, I'm going to go get something to eat. And he's like, man, I'm starving. I can't wait till this is over. I want to get some gringos. And I'm like, oh, well, if you're going, because sometimes you go, sometimes you go straight home. Right. So, the hell? what the hell was that? How's that playing? That's on you. Where's that come from? Shut that off. Shut that off. What the hell? They got to pay to hear that. <laughs> You're haunting me. Anyways. See that? That was, that was fucked up. Anyways. All right. So, um, yeah, sometimes you go out. Sometimes you dip right back home. So I was hungry. I didn't really care. St- stick around for the rest of the competition. I was like, yeah, I'm going to grab something. You're like, oh, man, I'm starving. As soon as this is over, I'm going to get something you too. I'm like, all right, there's like five comics left. I'll wait for you. And you're like, yeah, I can't wait till this is over. And then it was over. And then you had to go around. And I think you were bussing tables. I was trying to bit. clear it out for a little bit. It was, and, it was just so shitty. And then, then, then the, you were, yeah, you were playing mayor, going around, you know, mayor. shaking babies, kissing hands, you know. <laughs> and uh, I was just, at one point, I walked over to you and you were talking. So I was like behind you, just looking at you, going, hey, man. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I waited like 10 more minutes. And then I finally went over. I'm like, I'm going over now. You're like, yeah, yeah, I just got to finish this conversation. With who, bitch? It's like 1235. Who are you having a conversation with that's so important? More important, I've been waiting to eat for 45 minutes now. But it's funny because while I was waiting, this other comedian came over to me. He's like, hey, man, just want to let you know I'm a fan. And I'm like, who is that? A fan of what? Uh, I'll tell you. Okay, yeah, yeah. But he's like, I just want to tell you I'm a fan. I'm like, a fan? Well, I've known this guy for years. And he's just like, no, nah, man, I listened to your podcast. And I got to tell you, you guys, I love your podcast. And I looked at him like, yeah, we just do it to have something to do on Tuesdays. I'm like, we well, really don't take it too seriously. You know, I mean, you put a lot of effort and everything <laughs> into it. But I mean, tr- truthfully, it's just, you know, who knows if anything right. comes of it. It's what we do. Right. You know, uh, literally, if you know anything about the history of the obligatory podcast, <laughs> I was told I had to do a podcast. And Kermit was like, OK, let's do one. Uh, yeah, that was it. No, and that no. we've never gone any further than that with it. It and, was more uh, of fighting until we got we, yeah. we got we got pressured into it, honestly. Yeah. So here we are every week and it still amazes me. And thank you so much for the people who enjoy it and listen to it. But this guy was telling me, he's like, man, the one you did where you talk about Star Wars and trying to explain your theories on Star Wars. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I know shit about Star Wars. I'm like, Kermit's actually the one who knows more about it. He's like, yeah, but you get very passionate when you think something's wrong. I'm like, oh, thank you, man. And he's like, and I would go tell Kermit I enjoy his podcast. 
but I know he don't give a fuck. <laughs> Who was this? And I was like, what? That's not true. He's like, yeah, man, Kermit don't care about nothing. And I was like, I was like, well, t- to be honest, dude, I actually, I actually care less about the podcast than Kermit does. Oh my does. gosh. And I'm like, but I do appreciate that you, you enjoy it. And he's like, yeah, man, I just want to let you know, I really do enjoy listening to it. I'm like, and I get that a lot, man. I get like hit up on Facebook a lot. Like, Hey, that last episode was cool. And I, I can't honestly remember you know how this is. When we go do the write-up on Thursday and you've texted me six times, like, don't forget to do the write-up. Yeah, yeah. I got to go back and listen to it just to try and remember some buzzwords <laughs> that we talked about. So right. when someone reaches out like a month later and goes, man, that one episode you guys were wrong about, I'm like, I don't even remember that conversation, man. Nah, man. But, you know, I think we state right from the get-go, this is all bro science. <laughs> it's so bro science. Don't I, ask me about the weather. I, I don't have a college degree. I've been to college for enough years. I should have had some degrees. <laughs> But I don't have enough. I, I don't know. When I was in college, Pluto was like the planet, you right. know, and now yeah. things have all changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I guess that's a long about way of saying, hey, thank you for guys who do listen and girls who do listen. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll keep doing. Like I said, we're on episode 88. I've guaranteed I'm good for 100. And we'll see what happens. You after sound that. like you're petering off already. Like, like this is the last episode. You're like, I love you guys. And I'm going to hang I myself. Wanna, I, ju- I just want to thank you guys for all the great years here. We just <laughs> hit two years, man. We just hit two years. We have two years of this? It, yeah, because we started this in, uh, it was a December, January. We started. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when Jeez. we were sitting in that little conference room table out. <laughs> I that. didn't want you in my house yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I didn't have a setup. That's what it was, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I didn't yeah, have whatever. a table. You're like, my girl don't know you like that. No, I didn't have a table. I didn't have any. I didn't have anything. It was an empty room. It's fine. I understand. You still don't let people in this house. No, that is true. How come I ain't been on your show? I'm like, Kermit doesn't want you in his house. (laughs) Yeah, it's not far from the truth. It is the truth. It's literally the truth. And uh, it's not that we don't like having females on the show. It's just Kermit's not allowed to have girls in the house. (laughs) Yeah, no, you can't. I got to get permission. You be get me fuck up. (laughs) Get me beat up on on podcast. Mm hmm. Yeah, no. So, uh, so Russell Peters was a cool weekend for you. Yeah, he was super dope. Uh, oh, cool, it was very, uh, I was very uh, lucky um, that he he uh, he let us share the stage with him. Cool. Well, I don't know if you remember, but last week when we were talking, uh, yeah, this is actually three weeks because we did the Orlando Improv. Then we were here last week. We recorded, and mm-hmm. then this week. But I think I was telling you last week I had a gig that I wasn't looking forward to at all, and it was one of those gigs at a resort outside in this little like amphitheater setting right and i was covering for another comedian who's on a cruise gig so he had done it the week before and he's like yeah man it was like 26 and 7 year olds yeah not 20 67 years old <laughs> 20 yeah. 67 year old like all kids okay so i'm acting like fuck but the money was so good that I was like, ah, it's a Thursday. The right. money's good. It's outside. You got to bring your own sound system. It's at a nice resort right on Disney property. I would have just did, me. I would have did karate. Oh, man. <laughs> Screw well, comedy. Well, that's what I did. I The night before, I started stressing over this gig, man. Like, I wanted to cancel. I was going to call up, like, one of my magician buddies and see if they wanted to cover it, like, right up till the day before. But it's funny because at, uh, at the studio, at the TV studio, our guest the day before was uh, Ricky Rays. You know right. Ricky. Yep. And Ricky came on the Lowdown show with James Yon, and he was doing the interview. And Ricky said something that really stuck with me that day. Like, I was literally still dreading this gig. And Ricky goes, yeah, so I, you know, made comedy my full-time job about, you know, so many years ago and blah, blah, blah. And James was like, well, what's the difference when you make comedy a full-time job? He's like, eh, 
all of a sudden you can't say no to the gigs you wanted to say no to before. <laughs> and I'm like, it just hit me like, yeah. He's like, what's your full-time thing, man? And he's like, but you know, on the down, on the upside of it, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> like you go into one of these gigs, yeah, it's going to suck, but it's going to suck for an hour. <laughs> You're going to walk out with money and it's not going to matter. And I'll tell you, man, if I hadn't heard that from Ricky Ray's that day, I was going to call and cancel this gig. I was like, man, this guy ain't even a real booker. He doesn't have any clubs. <laughs> Who's he know? Right. This ain't going to hurt me to pull this out. When you have a gig that makes your stomach turn for the entire week, think Jeez. about it. Like when I heard that was all these kids and six-year-olds, I'm like, all right, man. And you still got to do an hour. And Carmen, the comic I had covered for, had all, only did 30 minutes. Like when he saw it was all kids, he turned it into one of those kids say the darndest things and bring right. the kids up and let them talk into the microphone. Right. And the staff was like, okay, we're good. You oh, know? really? Yeah. You told them to stop? After like 30 minutes. So like, I think that's enough. That's hilarious. So like I geared up because, you know, I used to do like a full hour clean comedy magic, right. family friendly. So, man, what I'm talking, I moved into my house uh, what a year and a half ago, two years ago now. When I, <laughs> I was going through my garage at like three that morning looking for all my magic shit that I haven't done in years that was packed <laughs> away. In my head, I'm just seeing like 36-year-olds staring at me with their, you know, because even the magic I do when I do magic in my show is like more geared towards adults, and it's just not really kid stuff. It's all the jokes are adult-themed and everything else. So I'm like there the night before just packing up my car with all this fucking magic I haven't done in years. And then when I get there, there's like no one. While I'm setting up my equipment. Okay. I'm like, perfect. Because if this gig gets canceled, I still get paid. Yeah, right. And then uh, one or two couples trickled in. And I'm like, all right, man. I've done comedy for one or two couples before. This is fine. And then all of a sudden, right before I went up, man, it was like uh, 30 to 40 people. Median age was like 55, 60. But like, I just, I saw the audience and went, fuck it. I left all the magic and shit in the car and just basically did a watered down version of my actual set because it still had to be like clean right. and family friendly. And dude, it was great. It was fun. It was a blast. People all over. People from New Jersey, Utah, Ohio. We had some people from California. There was only one person there that was from Florida and they were from Tampa. You know, <laughs> and it was just a great time. And like afterwards, the staff, there were two handlers, I guess, two people who were my contacts there. I see them standing at the back. And then I see more people standing next to them and more people standing next to them. And it turns out the staff who was just passing by were stopping to watch the show and enjoy it. And I thought that was cool. And afterwards, I went to the staff. You know, I was like, hey, I just want to make sure I didn't cross any lines. Because once I got a feel for the audience, I was like, I know this is clean, but we're all adults. And I still didn't get it. And then you started dropping F-bombs? I did not. <laughs> I did not. But, like, the staff was like, no, no, you were awesome, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. And I'll tell you, for a gig that I wasn't looking forward to, I'd go back and do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> It was it was great money. <laughs> I thought you guys say, and then they told me to go read an apology letter. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. And then the next night, man, I drove up to uh, Williston, Florida, which is <laughs> Dude, which, these places that you go to. I, I don't even I never hear of them until you I'm, come in. I'm sorry if I'm not Russell Peters playing fucking the nicest <laughs> venues throughout the country. I didn't say that, but I'm just saying, like you you name places in Florida, I didn't even heard of. It, it's, like, it's like a it's like Ricky Ray says, you got to say yes to the gigs you would have said yeah, no, no to. kidding. But this place, man, it was awesome. Uh, Williston Crossings up in Williston, Florida. And it's just like a little uh, resort. And I, I think I'll show you some pictures afterwards. It's really nice. Like, I would retire to this. That's place. the one you post on Facebook. Yeah, with the water wheel. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. 
And, uh, dude, I went up, and uh, James Yon and Kevin White had been through there last year. I guess they only do it, like, two or three times a year. They do comedy. And I went through it. They had, like, 150, 150, close to 200 people. And, uh, dude, it was just another clean show, though. Right. And it was just, man, great. Rocked it from the get-go. And, uh, you know, not bad. I thought it was going to be, like, a three-hour drive. It was only, like, an hour and a half, hour 45. <laughs> How did you get three hours to an hour? Because... <laughs> When the guy who booked it for me told me, he's like, yeah, it's like that gig you did for me at the other place. And the place he named was like, ah, shit, that's a three hour. Uh, oh, okay. But then once I threw it in maps, I'm like, ah, oh, man. But also the time I had to leave on a Friday, leave Orlando to be there by seven, you're going to be in the car three hours anyways. Yeah, we're know? both at the Orlando Improv tomorrow. When? Tomorrow. Me and you? Yep. I'm not. Oh, yeah, 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 I am. <laughs> yeah, you I are. I am. I was wondering. We're I'm just like, two different know, rooms. Yeah, tomorrow meeting last night because this airs Thursday. True. <laughs> How'd it go last night? It went well. All right, I, there we go. Yeah. I didn't bomb. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're recording this on Tuesday. So Wednesday night, uh, I'm gonna be hosting the open mic at the Orlando Improv, and Kermit's gonna be on stage actually with one of my uh, favorite people, one of my favorite comics. I think he's one of the best comics working. Period. Pat Garrity. And yep. uh, Pedro Lima's coming out semi-retired. I know. I, he's stage. so weird, dude. Yep. Who else he is always on? talks is, shit. He's going to quit. Is Ken Miller on the show? <laughs> no. No. Who you? Alex, uh, Alex Jean-Baptiste. Jean Alex Jean-Baptiste. He sounds like he should be painting and homeless in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jean-Baptiste. One of those talented artists that don't mm -hmm. have a roof. Yep. Yeah. So uh, what do I got coming up? Oh, so I'm host. Yeah. I'm hosting open mic last night, blah, blah, blah. Tonight, Thursday. Uh, I'm actually in Fort Lauderdale. I'm at Kelly Brothers in Fort Lauderdale with Kevin White. I got <laughs> I'm curious. All these days that we always drop, does anyone ever come up to us and go, hey, you know what? I heard it on the podcast. And I decided to come out. Has anyone done that? No. <laughs> okay, just making sure. But we got to fill in hours. So. Shut the that fuck up! <laughs> uh, so on the 20th... Oh, you're writing that one down? You're writing that one down. Okay. Um... <laughs> We're at Kelly Brothers in Fort Lauderdale. Kevin White and I were doing like a three-night run in Fort Lauderdale. Kelly Brothers on Thursday. Underground's Coffee House, Fort Lauderdale on uh, Friday. And Cafe Collective in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday. So it's Kevin White and I each night. I think I'm headlining two nights. He's headlining one of them. And then uh, we have different people uh, opening for us each place each night. So it's going to be a fun show. And... Uh, yeah, man. Looking forward to that. I was like going on the road with Kevin. I like going on the road with you, but you don't get time off, man. I get time off. You never get you don't time ask. off. No, it's not that. Like, remember when I was doing bonkers? I asked you to feature for me, and then I was always like, I can't because I got school. <laughs> I can't because I'm teaching karate. What, I can't. When did I'm, you ask me that? You like never asked me time. that. Like all the time. You lie. Like all the time. You asked me once, and I featured for you at the bowling alley. Yeah, and I asked you another time. That was time. my first time. I asked you another time. No, you and, didn't. And the booker messed that up because you were booked to feed oh, right yeah, okay yeah yeah which yeah. thank god i didn't that, feature that but, night yeah right <laughs> they hated that was me. The, well no that was the night someone had a heart attack during yeah the feature session, yeah right? i'm glad that didn't happen Jeez. yeah yeah and uh, but, uh no dude like it came down to like hey man you're never gonna be able to take like two weeks off to go on the road two weeks off yeah no way yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, there's no way in hell. Like even this week, like uh with Kevin White doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday on the road. You won't be able to do that because you can't get out of the karate class. You can't No, there's no way. Yeah, exactly, man. That's <laughs> don't act like I didn't ask. Don't act like What about that a Friday, Saturday, Sunday? That's not what they booked me for. You know what? Call them back. Tell them to get Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> Just renegotiate. Yeah, renegotiate. They're like, but we're not open on Sunday. Oh, Kermit Gonzalez said. <laughs> Look, if you want him to come down and bomb in your venue, you're gonna have to be flexible. <laughs> this bomb is very unique. <laughs>
he guest spotted for Russell Peters. <laughs> and <laughs> Don't you know who he is? Oh, my God. Russell no. Peters called him Big Bird's brother. Yeah, great. Yep. So um, you do anything special for MLK Day? I know that's a big day in your house. <laughs> Oh, because my girlfriend's black? Is she? I don't see color. Oh, okay. Because you're colorblind then. Yeah. Is that a black llama behind you? Oh, Jesus. Did you just hit your head? Uh, Yes. Oh, great. Well, the little hair you had there got rubbed off. (laughs) You're going to have to go shake more flakes on afterwards. Yes, this is a black llama. Oh, yeah. I forgot my poster is called MLK. I forgot about that. I should have took a photo of that. Oh, I so so missed that. Is it Martin Llama King? Yeah, it's Martin Llama King. Okay, yeah, you're Martin gonna, Lama King. You're gonna post that with this episode. I gotta post that. Yeah, so um, I forgot. So uh, look, here's the thing. I I hate you. Went to go see llamas. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I did. Uh, I had uh, what well, day off? Got way my too kids, excited over that. My kids were out of school. They had a longer weekend. So Sunday we took them out to uh, the Brevard Zoo. To not uh, the Sanford Zoo. No, you know what? Their mother actually said, isn't there another zoo? I'm like, yeah, but we're not going to that one. Yeah, Sanford Zoo is the worst. Like, who is it? You, Ken Miller, Dean Napolitano. Everything I know about the Sanford Zoo, it's I learned our from jokes. your jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, we ain't going to the zoo. I hear they got like a raccoon in a cage. They do, and they, they have an ant exhibit. Oh, my God. And, um, yeah, no, just PetSmart has more animals. <laughs> it's my just God. bad. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we went out to the Brevard Zoo. Which I heard is, that's nice though. It's 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 actually really nice. They got like one second you're in fucking Melbourne, you know, with fucking Seven Eleven and shitty gas stations and Denny's, and then you turn a corner and it's like, oh look, giraffes roaming the <laughs> roaming the Serengeti. You took a video of a monkey playing with his penis, didn't you? Mm, no, that was my sex tape. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> But my butthole had no hairs thanks to that nose hair trimmer. Bam. Um, yeah, but no, we went to the uh, we went to the zoo, and it's cool out there, man. You can like feed the giraffes, which is kind of like awesome. The kids really enjoy doing that. They give you like lettuce, and you hold it up, and the giraffes stick out their tongue. Right. Take it right in. And uh, the one thing that was really funny to me is like they got a little petting zoo area, and that's where the llamas were. So I went over, got a couple they of pictures stink. with llamas. These didn't. They didn't. No, these were kind of cool. And no. one of them had my hair. So I was like, What do you mean? Had your hair? Like he had haircut. my hair. He had my same haircut. <laughs> you know? he had a foo foo doof. Yeah, there was a turtle with your haircut. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> it's so easy. Oh, oh I, I, I forgot to tell you. That was one of the other things the comic told me the other night about the podcast. He's like, My favorite part is when you guys just rack on each other. <laughs> yeah, is that what I'm it like, is? I'm like, That's my favorite part. That's too. my favorite part. Uh, he's he's <laughs> shitting on my balls by my shortness Dick. well maybe if you weren't so short i wouldn't see the bald spots so much keep it up bro all right keep up with the disrespect what disrespect <laughs> disrespect you got like 16 timestamps over there <laughs> that you're gonna clip together to make it sound like i do gay porn yeah uh... <laughs> 17 17 <laughs> timestamps over there <laughs> But uh, yeah, man. Uh, when we were uh, so yeah, we were in the petting zoo. We were hanging out with the llamas, and then there's a cage that says chicken, and with a picture okay. of a chicken. And when you look inside, it has a toy chicken from Moana. That little hey 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 hey. It, yeah, there, there was no real chicken. There was just a toy chicken. Was that on purpose? Like, 
I don't know. <laughs> but there was no other chicken around. I was like, this this is starting to feel like the Sanford Zoo. This is <laughs> It wasn't even like a good fake chicken. It was a cartoon looking like I got a picture of it. I, I saw that. I didn't get where you posted it. Yeah, oh, because you didn't get why I posted it. I saw the photo. I didn't read the description. Oh, well, thanks for participating. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. on top of it. I'm at 167 views. Look at you. With a, Look with at you. You're so happy. Five. Well, we just posted that like 30 minutes ago. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's how internet works. Not for me, man. Never you're... for me. <laughs> Look at him. Not for me. No one loves me. No one loves Every me. Every time I post something, no one likes it. Nobody likes me. Nobody, man. nobody cares. Nobody cares. Boo boo bee boo. Nobody sends me peaches and pears. <laughs> well, peaches and pears. Yeah, it's a, you never heard that poem? It's Shel Silverstein, the guy that wrote the book where the sidewalk ends and oh, all yeah, that. Yeah. He wrote this whole song like, "Nobody loves me, nobody cares, nobody sends me peaches and pears." At the end, you find out nobody is like this kid's imaginary friends so he woke up and nobody wasn't there every time everywhere and you memorized that dude i i was a very lonely child man i mean I, I got the books but i never really memorized them yeah They're, my favorite shell silverstein poem is called uh prayer prayer of a selfish child and it goes now i lay me down to sleep i pray my lord my soul to keep and if i die before i wake i pray my lord my toys to break so none of the other kids can use them amen <laughs> <laughs> And it spoke to me. It spoke to you? <laughs> it that, did. that spoke to you? And one of my things now, when I'm actually home, the kids will pull out any one of those poetry books, and they just go, can you read us some poems? They Wasn't he the only person, I think, that's like made poetry kind of fun? <laughs> Dr. Seuss was up there. Okay, Dr. Seuss. Yeah. But you know, Shel Silverstein actually started as, as an illustrator for Playboy magazine. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like he, there was a lot of stuff out there. Like he, so did, the Giving Tree was actually the Giving Snatch. <laughs> he did some adult stuff, man. He did some adult stuff. There's a there's a Johnny Cash song called "A Boy Named Sue." Have you ever heard of that song? Nope. It's Johnny Cash is singing about how his dad named him Sue and then took off. So Johnny Cash's character, a boy named Sue, um, he's singing the song. And it's like, so I grew up hard and I grew up tough because when you're a boy with the name Sue. You know, everybody picks on you, and you got to right. learn to fight and everything else. So uh, then the song concludes with, he's like, so years later, I walked into a bar, and there was my dad. And he's like, hello, how you do? Ah, my name is Sue. And they get into a fight, you know, because his dad left him and everything else. And then after they are done fighting, the dad explains, see why I named you Sue? Because you grew up. I knew I wasn't going to be around but I gave you that name so you'd have to grow up Jeez. to be. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, that's a sensitive song. I'm like, no, he's still a big still fucking piece of shit, man. <laughs> now you got this son who thinks bar fights is like the only way to live your life. And uh, he could you could have called him early. Could have grown up to be an accountant. Been fine. Had kids. <laughs> Not ending up in bars fighting up old, beating up old men. You know? I feel like that would have been your story. If, uh, <laughs> it kind of is my story, man. <laughs> okay. When you grew up with that. Well, you, you had the same type of dad, man. You grew up with a very macho-esque, like you settle your shit with your hands. Yeah. You know? And you look back now and you think you would have had like 18 less concussions if your dad. I would have had my memory still probably. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. I actually have been getting my memory back. Have you? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. It's weird. You re you remember little things in you yeah. sound like you sound like some kind of X Men movie where slowly your <laughs> yeah. memories are you I like, got a couple of new memories. You're like, like a, you're like a Puerto Rican Wolverine. Yeah, like I went to my mom's. She showed El me Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some photos and she's all showing me, and I was like, oh, I kind of remember this. Really, it's weird. Is it weird? Are you happy with those memories? Are yeah, they they're good fine. Memories or are they bad memories? No, no, they're not bad. They're just whatever memories. 
Yeah. That's why you feel a little bit good about yourself? No, not at all. Oh, okay. It didn't help me. It didn't improve my vocabulary. It didn't improve You didn't my see knowledge. one picture that unlocked everything? And no. Back it didn't like, yeah, it didn't like, <laughs> it didn't unlock the the secrets that, of the Your of the mind Gonzales palace and, opened up. Yeah, no, and, nothing happened. Nothing no. spiritual, nothing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man, the zoo was cool. And uh, the kids really enjoyed it. So that, that makes me happy. You know, it's, it's all about, I don't have a lot of time now. So it's like, not that I'm dying. What? Well, maybe I am. Well, I mean, we're all dying when you think about it. Wait a second. It. When's the last? You haven't done this. You went through a checkup, didn't you? I did. And? And we've already gone over the results. I got like high cholesterol. That's it? Yeah, it's not to... even high, high. But, well, what they do is they run that first panel. And now it's like, okay, well, that's great. But that doesn't answer why I still feel like discomfort coming from here. Yeah, you still got that pain. Yeah. I thought you went to get that checked out. I've set up another appointment. I got to go get it. <laughs> you said that last time. Yeah, that's what it, this is, man. Have you set up a doctor's appointment lately? For what? You can call in unless you're like dying. They're like, okay, we got something open two months from now. Yeah, but that, we talked about this like in December. Yeah, and I kind of sat on my ass and didn't do anything for it. Okay, see, there it is. Yeah. So you, you're still having this weird pain on your side of your chest or whatever? In my, like my abdomen. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus and Christ. You know what we should do? We should start. Um, let's just start a poll. What do you think Mike has? <laughs> what we'll do you just, think Mike has? We'll just throw it. Some people have said it's uh, what do you call that when the when the starts uh, hernia. Some people have said, oh, it's probably just a hernia. You need to go get that. Other people have said, oh, it's probably just this or that. You know, so, yeah, you know, shoot over your uh, you're all fucking Facebook attorneys and doctors. Let's just uh, yeah, send us over. Why don't you just put it right now on Facebook going, hey, I got a weird pain on the side of my blah, blah, because blah. Because I don't want to take attention away from my video that's going well, viral. Well, now you can't do that now. Well, yeah, now you got to wait. I'm saying. 179. <laughs> He's so proud. I am. This is what I do. In case you don't know what we're talking about. Um, so I've been doing this joke for a while about what happens when it falls below 40 I can't wait for another comedian to do it. In Florida. That's why we're putting this out, right? <laughs> oh, I can't wait for another comedian to oh, do it. There's already, dude. Someone already doing your joke? You, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? How many times I didn't put out an album or CD because I felt the material wasn't good enough. And then you see someone else doing it and you're like, oh, obviously it was good enough because they got a CD out of it. There you go. But um, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, what happens when it falls below 40 degrees in Florida is iguanas, uh, they're, they're, they're what? Cold-blooded? Warm-blooded? How does it work? Uh, iguanas are cold-blooded. Yeah, I always mess this up. <laughs> so their blood can't take it either way. Right. Either way. So, uh, yeah, because they always got to be out on, like, a warm rock or something to keep them. Yeah. So uh, the iguanas in the trees, they freeze up. They go into a coma, and they fall out of the tree. So it's, like, basically, like, raining iguanas. And right. I do a joke about it and talk about how, you know, Florida winters are just as bad as people And he curses. Yeah, and I curse a bunch. <laughs> and uh, today, like, my phone started going off because, like, I guess four or five news outlets put out that we were going to hit below 40 degrees today. And the first news story that starts popping up, like, did you know iguanas under 40? And so people are tagging me in all these news stories. I'm like, yeah, I'm the one who told you guys. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> yeah. You don't have to. But I thought of your punchline. So then I came over here. I'm like, look, her. I'm like, for some reason, iguanas is the news of the day. So it'd be stupid now that my goal for this new year is to keep. I've been doing good. Every day on social media, I've updated my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, you've been on point. Right. And I, I know I'm doing it at the wrong time. Like, I'm usually at 1130 going, fuck. <laughs> you know? I don't give a fuck anymore. But, uh, I just post it whenever I feel like it. Yeah. 
yeah, there's supposed to be set times and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just getting me to do something is yeah. enough. So I'm like, we need to take advantage of this, man. So we uh, threw it up there, and we put the video up right before we started recording, like literally right before we started recording. And we are now up to... 179 views. 179 views. And that's on Facebook. I don't even know what's going on on Instagram. Let's head over to Instagram. Get off your phone, man. Be professional. What? I got 12 hearty hearts. Jeez. Yeah, I'm going pretty good there. Yep. And then I, I didn't put it up on Twitter. I should put it up on Twitter. Videos do better on Twitter than just regular. I guess. You man. know what we should have? We should have someone who's actually good with social media come in one day and tell us what we need to do on social media. They all say the same shit. What they say, Karen? You got to put more content out and just keep on it, keep adding, keep posting, and keep refreshing. Do you do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I, I try to, but for the most part, it's whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you do anything for MLK Day other than have the day off and not get mail? I didn't have the day off. I had to work. Did you? Oh, yeah, man. I I'm, thought I'm kids on... were off from school and stuff. Yeah, that means I'd become a daycare. Oh, okay. I figured when school was down, nah, you guys were man. down. Yeah, so I worked. I didn't have anything special yeah. going on. Well, I'll tell you, one of the nice things about being the only white guy at an all-black television network is this was the first job I've ever had that... MLK Day was a holiday from work. <laughs> it was a paid holiday. And it is great being like the only white guy there because I try to convince them like that other days are holidays for my people. And I'm like, well, tomorrow's Robert Redford's birthday. So we can't work on Robert Redford's birthday after everything he's done for my people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to take a paid day off. It's religious. You know? <laughs> and, uh, but it, it's funny, man, because here's something that I, I really didn't know about MLK. Apparently, the FBI was so scared of this guy that they, you know, bugged his room. Okay, on a couple of occasions. But it is when like racism was like at a super high. Well, level. yeah, because here, I mean, when you think about it, the government back then was, you know, let's face it, it was pretty. It was just as good to be white then as it is, as it is now. You know, <laughs> no. even more so though. Yeah. And uh, not everybody was for equal rights. I'm not sure if you heard about this, but right. not everybody was all about it. And uh, so they, they felt he was a threat, but they also felt like, okay, we can't just go out and bug him because he's black, because that will just give in to all this. Uh, so we're going to say he's he's a communist. He's doing this to divide the country. Right. You know? um, even though we're the ones who put out the water fountains that say white, black. He's the one dividing the country, right? So they bugged his room, and what they found is uh, he wasn't communist, but he did have several affairs with women besides his wife. And he participated in what they, according, allegedly they have these recordings that are him literally having orgies. And allegedly there's a recording where he's in a room laughing while another pastor uh, sexually assaults a woman. What? That's what they're saying. Okay? Who's saying? That this is what they're claiming. Now, get this. Uh, I'm not going to say who, but someone on Facebook, you know, because I don't delete people if they're Trump's. I'm not one of those people like, oh, if you vote for Trump. Get off my face. I don't care. I can have a conversation with anyone. You know, I can't. As long as at the end of the day, it's like, dude, you like what you like. I like what I like. We can agree to disagree on this. You're still wrong, but let's agree to disagree. But uh, this one person posted, uh, you know, oh, what's going on now? How come we're celebrating MLK Day? He's a piece of shit. Here's what he did. Blah, 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 blah. And everybody jumps on it. Yeah, it's hypocrisy and blah, blah, blah. And I just uh, jumped on. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, a womanizing, orgy-loving adulterer 
too bad he was black. Otherwise, he might have had your boat. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy just comes back with, like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm racist. I'm just pointing yeah. out the hypocrisy. And I'm like, look. You're you're missing the you're missing the ball here. You're missing my joke. <laughs> yeah, you're missing the joke, but you're also missing the fact here. You don't see me standing up for MLK. I'm like, look, yeah, if he did all that, he deserves to get dragged through the mud like everybody else, you know. <laughs> but I just think it's hypocritical that you're sitting here saying, I can't believe this guy gets a day when you've given Trump four years, <laughs> you know. I'm like tomato, tomato, and someone else put or rapey, rapier. <laughs> but that's just you can't argue with these people. It's like on one hand, you're saying, look what he did. But it's like, dude, the guy that you defend 24 hours a day yeah. did this and worse. And I'm like, I always tell these people, I'm like, man, you guys are getting robbed. You know, he he paid a porn star 250000 to suck his dick and you guys are doing it for free. <laughs> this is ridiculous. But, you know, I don't want to get too much into politics, even though, um, yeah, this whole impeachment. Even though, yeah. Well, here's what's going on with the impeachment. You Ain't know? nothing going to happen, man. He's got another four years. Yeah, but, you know, this is what happened. Now they're all saying the Republicans are like, oh, uh, we're getting into it. No, I'm just going to say this real quick. They're like, well, now the Democrats want to call witnesses. And why didn't they call witnesses back then? And, you know, this is ridiculous because Trump hasn't had a chance to say his thing. Uh, your president refused to be a part of the original hearings, wouldn't let anyone testify. And now you're all upset because, you know, oh, you guys actually want people to talk about what happened. And Trump's already said he's going to claim executive privilege and not allow any of his staff to testify against him or to be honest about anything. And Republicans are running around going, see, he didn't do anything wrong. It's like, dude, this looks like the biggest fucking cover up in the history of anything. <laughs> You're like, see, they didn't find anything wrong. You won't let anyone talk to them to find anything yeah. wrong. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Seriously. I get it. I And that's the thing. Like you just said, he's probably going to get another four years. And when people are like, oh, but he's going to get another four years. I'm like, you're missing the point. I don't give a fuck. He's a bad person. And the fact that you guys can't even get off his dick long enough to admit it, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying everybody who goes, they're not racist. First thing I do is go to your friend's page, look at all your friends and realize you've got two black ones, probably because you work with them and you call them for a ride every now and then. <laughs> Jesus. It's just, it's, it's, it's the shit you say on Facebook. Is it just coincidental that you're not racist, but you don't have a single black friend by accident that doesn't have the same employment history as you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think maybe it's because we're comedians, man. We see everybody from every. No, but you're on a different level. Like, I don't think like that at all. What don't you think? Like what you just went through right now. About what? Just like the whole political and like getting deep and diving and just talking to shit like that. I, I don't, don't think I got deep or dove. <clears throat> Did I get deep or dove? I mean, you get more deep than I would. I'm saying it's kind of ridiculous to sit there and not allow anyone to testify, not allow you to question anyone, and then to put your hands up and go, we won, you know? I guess that's the ignorant side of me. Like, I just kind of put the blinders on, and I don't like getting, I don't, I don't even know. Like, right now, I'm finding this all out. Well, that's because it's easy for you, a brown man, to walk through this world so privileged. <laughs> oh, my God. Playing both sides of the fence. That's what we're pulling, the brown card. <laughs> the brown card. I'm just saying, man. Like, Hispanics can, don't if, get the shit in stick. If, if you can just walk through. Dude, I've heard you go from white guy voice to Hispanic voice. Nothing like nothing like someone saying, go back, uh, learn English, or like, go back somewhere. Well, I do you. agree with him. You need to learn English. <laughs> like, I can show people your text messages to me, and I'm like, even spell check is like, I give up. <laughs> you lie. You lie. I, I talk in emojis, so it doesn't matter. Why do I do the write-ups? <laughs> exactly. 
You know when I do the write up, you'll know like my, when you send me over a write up, it's yeah. all blue and red squiggly lines. No. Like grammar your, check is like what the your fuck write ups are paragraph. My write ups be like on this episode we talked about and there will still be fourteen stuff. typos and then other stuff. You happens. spell stuff with one f. <laughs> That's the point. People can read <laughs> it. It is the point. No, it's not. Let me see what I'm up to view-wise. Are you serious? Put your phone down. I'm going to be like, you took my game away. Well, you, you weren't being an adult. I was being an adult. 195. Jesus. We're going to break 200 before this podcast. Uh, look, you're so excited. I am. I am. It's the right time to do it. It's the right time of season. Maybe, maybe you have the same luck that uh, Ken got. I edit so... your videos, and then someone will see it and take it. Mm -hmm. I got him on Steve Harvey. I'll get you on... So you think you can dance. I don't know. And uh, unlike some people, you get me there, I'm bringing you with me. You lie. To get my water. Exactly. But still, you'll be happy to be there, and you can only work Saturdays and Sundays anyway. That's fine. That's fine. I'll do that. Fly me I'll in. I'll fly out. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so this this was funny. This came up. There's a dude in New York City, and he's suing Pornhub, the porn website. And why do you think he's suing him? Because pussy. I don't know. <laughs> I said porn ups. I had to say pussy. And now you're marking this. Are are you marking these just so we can bleep them, or what are you doing? I don't know. What I I'm have doing. no idea what you're doing today. Yeah. Um. He's suing because he's deaf, and he wants his porn to be closed captioned. So. So he's suing porn in braille. Basically, he just wants more closed captioning because he says he can't understand the storylines. Oh, he wants to read the porn, and then. Yeah, he wants like when the porn because he's deaf. Yeah. So he basically wants them to type out everything that's going on in the porn, and uh, yeah, they he's actually using the Americans with Disabilities Act to he's, go after Pornhub. Now here's the he's kind of got a point. Well, Pornhub has actually said, uh, actually, we do have several. There's something you can click and get the caption. Right. So they're saying it is there. Right. And then it turns out this guy has a history of suing like different websites trying to get like he's so happy for this. But also, I'm like, dude, I look, I haven't listened to porn with the volume on. I got kids, man. I haven't listened to porn with the volume on <laughs> in, to know. in years. My, all right. My, and I figure it out. It's actually how I learned to read lips. <laughs> Mike's a Batman of porn. He's in the dark <laughs> just watching. How can you read lips when her mouth wasn't even in that scene? Oh, uh, so he wants it like, like not be, the lips I was reading. So he wants it like typed out. Like if someone walks in like, oh. What are you doing here? Mm -hmm. And like, oh, yeah, excuse me, miss. Is your father home? No, he ran out to the grocery store. Oh, well, I'm here to fix the pipes. So yeah. so like a deep throat scene would be like, wah, 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 wah. How do you spell? Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Can we get Cardi B in here? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I hope that works out for him. I hope that works out for I hope him. That works out for him. I want uh, to hear this. Oh. And then uh, this this is kind of interesting. What's in, that? In Texas, there's, Texas. there's a gentleman's club called the Emergency Room. And now the city is actually worried that people are getting confused that signage with the real emergency. Some bitch has a heart attack and gets taken to a strip club. Right. Number one, that's on the ambulance driver. Number two, if you show up at the strip club called the emergency room and you forget why you wanted to go to the other emergency room, <laughs> I think you made out okay. It's gonna be a cheaper visit. You know, they're both kind of the same though. You know, over at the emergency room you got doctors, and at the strip club emergency room you got girls just trying to put themselves through medical school. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it, you know, both of them are, you know, 
provide overpriced services and the other one take my insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be the emergency driver? Wouldn't it be the ambulance driver's fault? Like, we're here. Mm-hmm. Mother- Idiot! Mm-hmm. John, this is the strip club. <laughs> hey, uh, for a few extra bucks, you can get mouth to mouth at both. <laughs> So I can't see that being a real problem. Like, that's a real concern. Yeah, that is some BS. Come but on. It, it seems like a stupid name. Like, I get that you want to be like, uh, oh, I'll tell my wife I went to the emergency room last night. But that's not the same as calling the strip club, like, the local bar. You know, and being like, oh, hon, I spent the night at the local bar, you know? Right. It's the emergency room. Like, if you go home, tell your wife thinking you're going to be all sly. Like, mm, I went to the emergency room. All of a sudden, she's going to be like, oh, my God, what happened? You know, and you're like, oh, I got two lap dances for 20 bucks. You know, there's more story follow up. It's a horrible excuse, guys. It's, it's a, been hard for three hours. A, I had to get it down. It's oh, a right. stupid name. It's you know, stupid. it's a stupid name for a club. But I mean, apparently we're talking about it. So it seems to be working. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be working. Only hey, in Texas. Emergency room. Uh, I can't get people to come out to my shows at Kelly Brothers in Fort Lauderdale, Underground Coffee House in Fort Lauderdale, and Cafe Collective in Fort Lauderdale this weekend. I don't think me talking about your place is going to get anybody out there like, <laughs> hey, we're out in Texas. What was that thing Mike was saying? I want to look it up. Where's about my phone? emergency oh, my phone's room. over there. I want to look it up. It's all the way over there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, and this was a story. I know we're late to the gate on this one, but we didn't talk about it last week. Gwyneth Paltrow came out with a new candle, a new candle. You like know, Gwyneth, Beth, yeah, you know, know these celebrities always put out. Yeah, she was an Iron Man. Stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she put out a candle and the candle is actually called. This smells like my vagina. What? That's the name of the candle. Her candle smells like her. What's her, what's her vagina smell like? Uh, apparently this candle. What do you think Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina smells like? This says that it has a nice, surprising, unexpected scent. And I got to tell you, when it comes to candles or vaginas, the last thing you want is an unexpected scent. All mm, right. I wonder what her vagina smells like. I now. wonder if Monistat 7 makes a candle. <laughs> you think, do you think they'll have like different editions? Should we get a cranberry scented candle like, just in case? Yeah, like what, what about the, like, the Queen Elizabeth candle? Like, what would her vagina smell like? What happened to your tongue, Mike? Oh, my God. I have a scented candle. Burnt myself. So it's just her vagina, or is it like other people's? Ce- it's like it other actually, celebrities. I don't other think celebrities it actually s- smells like. I don't think it actually smells like her vagina. Like <clears throat> maybe it's what she thinks her vagina. You know, it's like, oh, you think your shit smells like roses. I bet your vagina smells like like Brad like, Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> is Brad Pitt hitting that again? He did, wasn't he married to her for a while. No, he was married to Jennifer Aniston. Right? Yes, and then he was married to. Uh, no, well, he was married to Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know about the Gwen thing. Gwen Paltrow. Who was she married to? She was married to the guy from Coldplay. Tony Stark. No, she was <laughs> in the movie. She was married to the guy from Coldplay for a while. That singer. Yeah, he was uh yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know any of their songs. <laughs> I used to. I don't know either. I used to. Yeah. <laughs> when you happy for? No, is that creep? That's Coldplay. Is that a place I was just like making uh, candles scented of body odor, like body parts? No, it was just this one candle that they did. Oh, and God. it's already sold out. You know how much it costs? How much? 75 bucks. 75 bucks for her vagina smell in your house? And they sold out. Someone, uh, a comedian friend of mine, Brian Bradley, works all these cruise lines and stuff. He had posted about it. And he was like, insert joke here. So then people just started putting all their jokes. And one person was like, get this candle and Melissa Etheridge will come to your window. Her <laughs> <laughs> vagina probably smells like, like passion fruit with a hint of fish. 
Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's strange. You light this candle, all the cats come running. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they. I wonder. If, I wonder. If, I wonder if I got a candle. What my balls mm. smell like? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what time it is? My balls smell time. It's time for the fight corner with Kuma Gonzalez. <laughs> 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 Big news this week. Big news this week. Conor McGregor comes out to face the cowboy. Tell us, give us a breakdown of this fight, Cam. Happening uh, at uh, T-Mobile, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Is that where you went out? Yes, sir. When you were with the preacher? UFC 282, Conor McGregor versus Cowboy Sharoni. <sighs> And now, this, guy had a, this cowboy guy had a decent record going in. Very this, good right? record. He uh, has a record of, uh, I think, like 36 he fights. He actually has more professional fights under him he than McGregor, right? He has the most professional fights in, in the UFC right now. Oh, so he's he's like no joke. Yeah. So what the fuck happened, dude? He got caught. Because this is like Tyson he got era caught, shit. 42nd fight. 42nd and fight. And Connor used the old. You think he took a dive or it was all up? No, up up? I, I see that. No, Connor just used an old technique a boxers used to use. Like a, it was a shoulder hit. No, the shoulder hit. I didn't see the actual video. You didn't see the actual hit? Video? Nah, it's 40 nah. seconds. You're going to take 40 seconds out of your life to watch this video? It's not my thing, man. It's not my thing. What do you mean? You love seeing people get beat up. Yeah, well, yeah, but. You know, it, it, you got in more fights than Conor McGregor the last year. And I've lost more. <laughs> you, I have a zero winning record. You got, yeah, it just lasted 40 seconds. Conor just, uh, he hit him three times in his face with a shoulder. That's what she said. Uh, boy, what? <laughs> and then kicked him in his face. That's what she said. <laughs> and, then, and then he won and he was on top of the world. Yeah, I got nothing for Okay, him. good. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> so, okay, so what happened? They They went at it. Right, they squared off. It didn't even go to the ground, right? No, no, no. They just it's all stand like up. they felt they felt each other out. No, not like, even. They just went right to it. Bell rang. Connor ran out, threw a left, uh, a straight left cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharoni dipped under. Mm-hmm. He missed. Connor's hip ended up hitting his face a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then they locked up, kind of like a hug kind of deal, if you want to say it. Mm-hmm. And then Connor started hitting him in his face with his shoulder like a boxer would, like mm-hmm. shrug you off. And that was enough. And he huh? did it three times. On a second one, he busted his eye open. Oh, shit. And then the third one, he shrugged him off. A couple little punches here and there. Cowboy shrugged, uh, stumbled back. He threw a roundhouse kick, uh-huh. caught him in his face, put him on the ground. Connor jumped on top. Bing, bong, boom. Who, who threw the roundhouse? Connor. Oh, Connor okay. threw a roundhouse kick at Cowboy's face, hit, connected. Cowboy goes on the ground. Cowboy, uh, Connor gets on top. Throws a couple more punches. Ref stops the fight. Boom, 40 seconds. And how many millions of dollars? Mm, well, I have, man, if you, if you'd have me prepared, I have uh, the numbers. It's almost like I said right before we started recording, hey, man, I'm going to probably ask you about the Conor McGregor thing, and you said 40 seconds, and, you know, I like how you're acting shocked now, and I'll just keep talking until you find these numbers for us. <laughs> I have the numbers but, here. Dude, you're going to have to show me this video and point it out because, like, all I saw – like I said, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did see like on Twitter, some people played the little video and I was like, man, he went down just based off that kick, you know? And now that you're telling me all, all that shoulder stuff, I want to check that out. Uh, so however, Connor's Connor's base pay was 3 million. <laughs> so he got, so pretty much if you want to look at it, you want to break it down. He got $75,000 per second. Cowboys earning was, uh, 200,000. So pretty much you want to look at that. He got $5,000 per second. So yeah. he only got – so win or lose, what was Connor going to make? Uh, however, Connor. $3 million base pay. So he got $3 million just to set foot in the ring. Mm-hmm. 
and Cowboy got two hundred thousand. Just uh, Cowboy's base payout reported to commissions was two hundred thousand. Why? Because the popularity of Connor. Yeah. Even though Cowboy has way more fights under his belt. Yeah. Yep, yep, it's yep. just all the fucking hype and the bullshit behind McGregor. That is correct, though. Knowing that if he comes in, people are gonna watch. Exactly. And then he wins. And he wins. Hey, man, he looked good, man. He that, that son of a bitch looked like he's been working out too. He was huge. Yeah. No, he was on. He was on point. He talked some shit afterwards. Not really. He was very humble. Uh, he was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, look at that. He has that leprechaun kind of voice. Mm-hmm. He was like, <laughs> hey, look at the Irish <laughs> Not today. That much. He was just like, I went out there and, and threw a couple bombs. He's a very tough guy. Yes. He's like, this, this, this. if I hear it, I can, I can mimic it. I can't hear it right now. I'm a horrible voice. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So, the very good guy. Very good. Very sharp. Very sharp. So, um, well, good man. And that was Kermit's fight corner. Put him up. So, um, yeah. Uh, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> what do we do? No, no. I took I took the kids to the zoo. We said that. Yeah, but uh, we also took a trip over to uh, uh, Coliseum of Comics. I didn't know they had one up on Fifty. Okay. So we went over there one day while they were out of school, and uh, yeah, I gotta tell you, this is this is what made me proud. We walk in there. I haven't been to this one yet. All right. We and Kyle Sama Comics, of course. Uh, they got like seven. seven you don't gotta explain what if, if people don't know what Coliseum Comics no, I'm is. No, I'm just saying Phil over there always takes good care of us. So they got like seven locations throughout Florida. They're the largest comic book chain in Florida. Uh-huh. Uh, so we walk. We we go in there, and my kids look at some of the comics, and then they go over to the pop guy section because we we kind of collect the pop guys. You yeah, know? I, I don't collect those. We, we don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we're not like ridiculous. God, get everyone. But when we see one we like, you know, we pick it up and we keep it. And uh, my son comes around the corner and he's just, is that a pop guy that fell on my foot <laughs> while we were talking foot. about pop, That's pop funny. guys? Which one is this? The Mandalorian? It's Mandalorian. Yeah, he's kind of cool. My kids are liking that too. They're liking the Mandalorian. But um, my, my oldest son comes right around the corner. He's got something in his hand. He's like, dad. Dad, it's Wolverine and in his first appearance costume that he wore when he fought the Hulk. And automatically, so they got Wolverine because, you know, his first yeah, How does he know that? Well, that's what I'm saying. Automatically, I felt that I looked and it was. It was the classic Wolverine costume the where brown. he had the double lines. No, yeah. it was the yellow. But, you know, when the lines around the, he didn't yeah. have the big ears yet. Right. You know, and it was, of course, Wolverine's first appearance was in an episode or an issue of The Incredible Hulk where they also fought the Wendigo. And, um, but my son comes around the corner and he's telling me, he's like, dad, dad, it's the costume from the first appearance when he fought the Hulk and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, I wanted to cry. I felt this overwhelming sense <laughs> Overwhelming of nerd, nerd and, joy. And I was Your like, nerd heart grew two like, inches. This is my, this must be what it feels like when sports dads, sons hit a home run in football. You know, this is, <laughs> this is your moment. This is my, mo- I'm like, I'm doing it right. I'm a good dad. <laughs> good dad. I'm a father. And some people are like, they don't hit home runs in football. And it's like, you missed the fucking joke. <laughs> Maybe if you didn't get hit in the head with a bat so many times, you would have fucking picked up on the humor. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start doing Bill Burr stuff. I'm just going to start yelling randomly at them. <laughs> sense, sense. Yeah, just, that's what he does. So I was in town and I was with a lady. And uh, <laughs> oh, I got to do this read, this read this week. This is coming to us from Hims. <laughs> Hims, male pride. Oh, look at this. Another we one, need to start reaching out to Hims. Another one from Meundies. Meundies. 
I need some sponsorship. I love Bill Jesus Burr, man. Christ. I was I was cleaning the pool the other day, and what I usually do when I'm cleaning the pool, when I'm mowing the lawn, I throw on YouTube, put on '90s best of 2000s rock hits when I'm mowing the lawn, and then when I go clean the pool, I put on like Bill Burr podcast, and that's what I do. By the time I'm done with the Bill Burr podcast, the pool is usually clean. And uh, <laughs> but I haven't listened. I've been so busy lately, man. And I listen to an, uh yeah, Bill Burr is like the last generation of man who can get away with just being like, oh, God, we, ladies, can you keep it down? Can you keep like he's got that kind of misogynistic attitude, but to the point where women aren't calling him out on it. They're just like, yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's the last guy who's going to get away with it. He has that. a new special going out right now or on Comedy Central. He had Paper Tiger. He yeah. had Paper Tiger come out, but he was talking about he's releasing an LP, like an actual album. And he's like, now nah, I'll tell you right now, this is strictly for like diehard geeky comedy fans because a lot of it's his Paper Tiger um, special they just put out on Netflix. And that's what's holding the album release because I guess he has a deal with Netflix that while he has content on there, he won't release overlapping material. Right. Uh, as far as, and he's like, so the LP is basically a lot of his Paper Tiger set, but he recorded at Madison Square Garden. And he said he's got about half an hour of other stuff. And he's like, plus, like, if you're a comedian, you'll get this. Just because I recorded all that material and put it out on Netflix, you know you never tell a joke truly the exact same way twice. And he's like, so I'm not sure what my attitude was at the garden that night, but when I listened to the same jokes, but, like, uh, on this album, he's like, I had a whole different demeanor behind my delivery. And he's like, I really liked it, so I hope you guys enjoy it too. So I'm always interested in for hearing new Bill Burr stuff, you know? I like him. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent commentary. Thanks for coming back with that. <laughs> Anything else you feel like contributing to the show today? I gotta, <laughs> I gotta pull you into the fucking fight corner. You got, you got real emotional you know, about Bill Burr. I was you, just like, all right. Yeah, you know what happened? I was talking. You looked to this paper. You lost track. You came up and you're like, oh fuck, he's still talking. And then. Uh, <laughs> You, you basically you basically wiped me, man. You basically did what you did to your girl. Like at the end of her coming home, well, I woke up late for work. I came home, blah, 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 blah. And then she looks at you and you're like, oh, shit, her mouth stopped moving. I need to say something at this point. And you went with, you went with, yeah. 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 You fucking wiped me. God damn, son of a bitch. Dude, I was paying attention. You just got really dead with Bill Burr. You don't right. have to. It's just me and you here. Uh, you just... go ahead and talk while I look at how viral I'm going. Well, we can, we can end this now. <laughs> we should have ended this 88 episodes ago. <laughs> what number are you at? Uh, Come on. Know, let's man. talk about it. Do we hit 200? Let's see. If we hit, Come on, if we hit 200, we Take can end time. this. We can end this. If, if we hit 200, we can end this. Come on. I don't know. Where am I? Of course, now he doesn't know how to use it. Those carrot stumps of fingers you got, type your name, and then go and scroll up. Yeah, but now it's not there. It's showing the... Oh, my gosh. There. It was there before, and now it's not there. 223 views. There we go. Fucking we end of the night. In the night. Hey, guys, as always, thanks you for <laughs> listening to us. I know you just do it to kill time while you're doing some menial, thankless job, but we appreciate it. We really do. We do. And you know what? Reach out to us. Yeah, Tell right. us you leave listen. a comment, leave something. Like, I know you're listening because we can fucking go to Podbean and see the numbers. You see the numbers. I almost feel like it's... A, it's all a lie. No, I kind of feel like it's in a, a one-way relationship because we do this. We know they're listening. I kind of feel like you guys are Kermit. I know, you, I know you're just out there playing it, but are you really listening? 
<laughs> I mean, hell yeah. You know what? Leave it for your dogs. Play it for your dogs. Leave it when you go go to work. Leave it that way. We get the numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's all. We're not asking for much. <laughs> I'm not asking for much. That's what I do. You don't have to listen. My to poor it. dog is sick of us. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. He falls asleep when he, we do the podcast. He's dead. And he's not. No, he's not dead. <laughs> it was. It was the cold. It was the cold. All right. Well, we gotta get off anyways because uh, Kermit was supposed to do a flyer for me like a year ago. Oh yeah, I gotta do that flyer. Yay. Yeah, yay. All right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I got a show coming up in Daytona. I'm gonna be with Mark Price from uh, the show Family Dies. So that's gonna be in March. We're doing a run of shows. So uh, yeah. Other than that, check us out. Google Play. Uh, go ahead. Go to our personal Facebook pages or Instagram. You can find me over at at oh. Mike Curley. Where can they find you, Kerm? Nowhere, bro. Yeah. It's over. No, we said 100. 100 episodes. <laughs> All right. And that's what they're going to fucking you get. You can find me on. I'll see you guys later. Bye bye.